Welcome to Change Making Women, the podcast for women who make a difference. With Ziada Bade in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, and Marianne Clements in London, in the UK. Hi, and welcome back to Change Making Women, um, second episode of our second series. And this is um, something new for us. So this evening we are going to be having our very first book club. (laughs) So we decided sometime over the summer that um, it would be cool to read books of women who had made a difference in some way, who had created change, who'd taken some kind of action. And so we have our first book tonight that we've been reading and we're going to talk about together. So this book is called Mighty Be Our Powers, How Sisterhood, Prayer and Sex Changed a Nation at War. And it's by Leymar Gobwe. And I'm not sure if I got the pronunciation exactly right of her second name, but it's Leymar, N-E-Y-M-A-H, and then Gobwe is um, G-B-O-W-E-E. And she's a woman from Liberia who, well, we're going to talk about what what her story is and uh, why her book is inspirational. So... The way the book club's going to work, Ziada, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just said See, to me. You, you <laughs> I, I've already say, said it to you that, you know, I've never done book club before. Yes, I read books. I try to, you know, get into book clubs. But half of the time, I either get too distracted or busy, and then I don't end up going to the book clubs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when we decided that we are going to have this, it's quite exciting for me, actually. <laughs> So maybe what I was thinking about in relation to that was like, our book club can be a book club you can listen to on the go, right? You don't actually have to show up <laughs> at someone's actual book club. So they, that could be an advantage for some of our listeners as well as for us. But um, so the book clubs that I've been to, and again, you know, not, not so many, but, but there's some that I have been to, um, you know, the idea is to just, just discuss the book. And I think what be really cool for us on these episodes of the podcast and we're hoping to do a book roughly every month going forward Mm. is to just pick out the things in the books that we found interesting or remarkable inspirational and and have a bit of a talk about them and share share some of those thoughts ideas inspirations whatever they are with our listeners um yeah so so i think we can do that do that in this medium of the podcast just like you might if you're sitting in someone's lounge <laughs> and hopefully inspire some people to read the book that haven't before it as well we probably be good to set the scene a little bit for yeah and how it opens so before we go on what is the point of discussion in terms of the books for those who are interested in book clubs but don't know exactly how they work so <laughs> what do you normally pass out of a book club I, all the book clubs that i have ever been to just started kind of casually someone saying that they either loved the book they hated the book you know there was something in the book that really annoyed them or something in the book that really inspired them and kind of spiraled from there into a conversation and I think the thing that I love and I think the thing I really wanted to bring forward in doing the book cover on the podcast is that that kind of conversation about a book can sort of allow you to think through or how does this book impact me in my actual life you know as well as inspire me as a story um and I think you know we can do that we can just jump in and talk about 
Neymar's story in this book and, and how it's touched or inspired or shocked or scared or whatever it is, how it's touched us um, through our reading of it. And that, you know, we'll see what discussion that opens up between us, but I think that's the kind of cool thing yeah. <laughs> about book clubs, right? They go somewhere and you don't quite know where they're going in the beginning. I think the book is like guide to a discussion. <laughs> if we take okay. it like that, let's see how we go. So if we're going to uh, to start, I guess I'll start by uh, posing a question. Go ahead. What were your thoughts while you were reading this book? So um, this book, let me just say something about where it starts. So it begins when they was, I think, finishing school, graduating. Um, mm -hmm. And it kind of tells... Gives you, it opens with a kind of picture of her life at that mm. time, which is a kind of relatively ordinary life in the context she's in in Liberia, in Monrovia, capital of Liberia. And she sets the scene a bit and gives a kind of idea to the reader about what, what that place was like and what growing up in it was like and the kind of everyday life of her family. And then it launches pretty quickly into... Um, an exploration of the war that came very soon after she graduated and um, and then it's really a story about living through war for the most of the book right so um, living through war and the things that happened to her and her family um, which includes of seeing all kinds of horrific things and then um, and all kinds of horrific and and traumatic things happening to people around her and people she knew in, in her kind of wider, wider community. And then slowly um, taking a decision to get involved in work for peace, basically. Um, and, and, and how that work for peace eventually contributed to, to the ending of the war and has since been her whole sort of life trajectory to talk about um, to talk about peace and how women can get involved in bringing peace and that kind of thing. So anyway, that was a, a little bit of a snapshot, but I think um, for me, I'd say the theme of the book is like how, how she, in her, in her story, the theme is like how she moved from kind of ordinary life into this kind of traumatic wartime life which everyone around her is also experiencing at the time, or almost everyone. And then turns that situation, which, you know, could have been one in which many people would kind of give up and feel hope, completely hopeless and do nothing and, and whatever, through some twists and turns. Where, you know, she, there are things that happen in her life and her relationships and stuff that aren't all positive by any means. Um, but, but how she turns that into working for peace because she ends up seeing no other option really. Um, and then brings other women with her and there are obviously other people involved in that. It's not just a personal story, it's also a story about how women came together to try and end war in Liberia. Um, so it's a real like tale of how you can move from like kind of um, a difficult situation into trying to change things, right? That's kind of, that's kind of the centre of it. Um, but what I like about it, the thing I like most about it is I feel like I can really relate to her story. It feels very, um, uh, 
I, I get the, the ordinariness of her life before, you know, it really spoke to me, like how she's like finishing school and she's getting, there's a party being thrown and, mm. you know, kind of ordinary stuff. And then that kind of juxtaposes with that, with, with the story of the war coming and, and how, and how shocking and, and kind of, um, how that changed everything for her and her family and, and everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I felt it was really relatable. It was really easy to, for me to imagine what it would have been like being her, even though I've never been in a situation like that. So that's something I really liked about it. How about you? When, especially the first few chapters, the way she's explaining the childhood, I think everyone almost can relate to that, where, you know, aside from, you know, the beating part and the slapping part and the auntie who's you know, tough and so on. But I think we all have that in the family, we all have that one tough person. Um, and the way she was actually explaining her childhood is very, very relatable. It's something that you feel, as you were saying, it's like you are in that story. That could almost be your story. I, I really enjoyed the first few chapters. And then now going to the way now she actually took us to the rest of the chapters as you say it was very saddening and almost surreal you know as to okay this is actually happening yeah <laughs> you know you, you almost feel like it uh, you know it's it's happening there you know it's um to be quite honest as, as i told you i i did the first few chapters i went halfway <laughs> so i'm yet to finish but it's it's so far it's so it's so deep and it kind of reminded me as well when i was in egypt 2005 or something mm -hmm. and when i was doing my course i actually had three liberian um friends mm. and they would always talk about you know the war in liberia and how bad it was and you know how it's it, you know how it destroyed people's lives it destroyed families how you know you know, some of them don't even know where their other side of the families are. So reading this book, it now it really now I can really connect to the all the stories that I would hear from the guys I went to school with. Mm. So, yeah, you know, because you know when they're when they're telling you, you almost feel like okay, there's a little bit of some exaggeration, or but it's it's real. It's real things hap that happen to real people. I think it, it does a, it, the book does a really good job of making it seem not normal because most of what happens in there is not shouldn't be normal it's like it's actually the, the kind of horror of war but understandable in the sense that you can imagine yourself there because it's because the way the story is told by her in her voice you know the things that she particularly went through but also you, you all the people and, and events that she's seeing around her you can it's like you're being taken through it as well and i think that's a real skill in the book as well you know to really feel like oh wow this is this is the experience that this woman had um yeah living through the war and the experience that brought her to the woman she is today trying to um you know create peace in various ways in the world so mm. yeah yeah so what was your um i would say your best chapter oh you know it's funny like and i think this 
like just thinking about it now, like the things I remember most are kind of the beginning and the end. And I guess there's something about a story, you know, where it's like you remember the beginning, you remember the end. But actually, I think the bit in the middle, well, it's not in the middle, it's you, you might not have got there yet, but where the women, the, basically the women are protesting and, 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 and asking for an end to war. Mm. and asking for a change of strategy um mm. from the president and, and so on and uh and there's a bit where she recounts um that they eventually got an audience with him and there's just you know and, and sort of and, and said you know women are tired of war basically Mm. women are tired of war so it wasn't an audience to say this side should win or that side should win or you know it wasn't it wasn't um rooted in the political or personal arguments that had led to the war in any way really it's just the women are tired you know the women are tired of the war and I, I'm, I'm expressing it in my own words but we want peace basically and I think for me there's something that really just sort of like shook me there it's like we so often like get kind of caught up in the who's right and who's wrong and but there's this very simple way that they went about it women came together women of all religions different cultures different backgrounds in liberia and the war was you know it, there were different you know different um communities on different sides in the war that was you know part of the conflict that was happening and yet they came together whatever side they were supposedly from and they're like, the women, we're tired, we want peace, kind of, you know, something like that. Mm. And I just, there was a bit of me when I was reading that was just like, you know, if only we'd be willing to say those kinds of things about other issues, you know, which is not in any way to diminish the, the, the very serious situation that they were in, where basically, you know, everyone's life was affected by war there was no security and safety for their families for their children for themselves but you know to just I, mm. I just started thinking about how you know in how many situations do i wish i or someone else would have just spoken that thing of like you know actually we just want this to be different you know and just yeah. like taking it to the highest level by and what they did was just protested daily until they got an audience with the president and actually that initial audience didn't lead to the end of the war but the sort of momentum that was built from that eventually led to them contributing during future peace talks to you know to the war ending and I just I think it was just that sort of solidarity of acting together that really struck me you know um like what is it to bring like all different kinds of people together to say this is not okay you know we we actually don't want to fight anymore you know or we want our children you know it could be a different issue like we want our children to go to school or we don't want people to be you know poor and homeless anymore or whatever the issue is but just that kind of very simple message just delivered by people from all different backgrounds it just was such a contrast to the war that was basically all about personal and sort of like tribal, you know, different, different communities having different opinions and different people wanting different things and people grabbing whatever they could and all that kind of thing. 
and then like you know which is a total simplification of the civil war in Liberia but anyway I've just done that but you know like this this contrast of like the women come together and they say we're tired of the war you know Absolutely. it just really spoke to me that simplicity mm. And later in the book, she talks about the difficulties that, you know, there were between the different women in those groups and stuff. So it's not like, oh, it was perfect and amazing. It's, it was difficult to hold that sort of unity and to take coherent action. But it really spoke to me that that, that can be possible, you know. It made so, me think about setting up, you know, a protest and like what that takes and how powerful that can be, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, mm. exactly. How I about think you? Uh, my chapters will be the first few chapters when uh, she's explaining how the community around them felt like, you know, they they lived a very happy and fulfilled life. And then she goes on to explain like the mother was just there because of them and how much the mother worked so hard for them to, both the parents, I mean, worked so hard and mother had almost two jobs and other businesses just for her and the sisters to go to, you know, to best schools. And that kind of got me thinking of how much African, or just would say, um, women in the world work so hard, you know, twice as much to make sure that their children, you know, get the best. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, that was just literally a thought, it's like how, and it falls down, it falls back to, you know, your, you know, what you're constantly advocating nowadays, I would say that, <laughs> um, you know, the, the self-care mm. and self-understanding as you as a woman. It goes back to that because, you know, it got me thinking she must have worked and worked and worked and there's no way, you know, she took care of us of herself. Yeah. And, and even it, as you go yeah, as you go into the stories now, um, she she then, you know, after college and how she worked and but it, you know, got into the, all the rest of the situations, it's like how much as women, we work without just not taking care of ourselves. Yeah, and actually, I think she she does speak in the book to how you know it wasn't possible to do the work for peace that she was doing and look after her family. And in fact, her sister really takes on looking after her children. Um, yeah. And then, sadly, towards the end of the book, um, something happens to her as well. So there's a, there is a whole theme in there about how in order to create this change, there's sa definitely sacrifice in Neymar's life, you know, there's definitely sacrifice of some of that family time. There's definitely, like, sacrifice of, um, yeah, just some of the, the, the sort of ordinary day-to-day -day stuff. And then there is this amazing propensity to try and make things happen and change and, you know, initially to end the war and then also to share about that learning with other people, you know, and, and help other women in, in situations where there are conflict to come together for peace in similar ways. So there's this incredible drive and there is this like sense of, um, you know, there isn't time for that and bringing up her family in, with mm. the resources that she has at that time. And so she has to get help and you know, she has to learn eventually to look a bit, to look after herself a bit better because, you know, she's 
she's she's not always doing that you know and she sort of admits that in the book and I think it's that's a really interesting uh, sort of thread through the book as well her, her sort of personal and family life and um how she gradually gets in a gets those into a place where they support her more you know whereas you know earlier in the war she's like basically looking after children on her own and there's a point where she's not got enough food to feed them basically and it's pretty it's pretty um it's pretty traumatic some of it um and how she moves from that place eventually into a place where she's able to support other people and, and stuff it's yeah it's it's yeah. it's an interesting story indeed it's an interesting book too yes yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing book it what did what oh you haven't quite finished so okay i was going to say what did what so far what have you been left with in terms of like inspiration to you or things that it made you think about for you in your life i don't know for me it's don't give up mm. and just you know keep going you know mm. you might start with a perhaps with a different mindset by the time you're done, your mindset has completely changed into something else. So like she, you know, she started by by just, you know, talking about, you know, talking about voicing her opinion. And mm -hmm. then later on leading to advocating all these changes in the almost in the country. Yeah. You know. So it's not giving up. Yeah. And that's my takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, you know, it's, it would be impossible not to take away not giving up almost if you read this book. Yeah. Um, and I also think I like the extent of her honesty about some of the things in her life that didn't go so well, you know, um, the relationships that weren't so brilliant, you know, the things she wasn't able to do for her kids that, you know, mm -hmm. The times when she wished maybe she did it a bit differently. I really like. I'm uh, hearing you. I'm here. Are you here? You uh, there? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I really like that 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 thread of honesty in the book about you know it's. I don't read the book and go, oh, she's this amazing person, and I could never be as perfect as that. I read the book and go, she's this amazing person with a life not like mine because very different things have happened in my life but with a life that has like twists and turns you know and so like I get the message that mm. just because I might have a bad day or make a bad decision or, or whatever I don't necessarily have to like give up on the big things or you know it doesn't necessarily mean I can't um I can't try and make a difference you know and I, I find that yeah Although the book, you know, is about such a traumatic period in Liberia's history and she goes through such a lot and so do many of the people around her. I still kind of mm. got that, that, that sense of the end, having read it all, that like, um, whatever your circumstance and no matter how you might be regretting some of the decisions you make in your life, right? There's still, um, there's still power in in trying to make a difference by the things you believe in, you know, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I really appreciated that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She feels so, like a. Um, sorry, go on, go on. No, 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 go on, go on. She doesn't so, feel like a perfect person, and I found that so 
heartening (laughs) that you can make that bigger difference and not be perfect yeah (laughs) it's so genuine and you know and it comes from a real place yeah Yeah. absolutely really really looking forward to finish the book i mean it's just been few chapters as i said before but it's really engaging and you know you don't want to put it down you just Mm -hmm. have because you need to go to sleep or you have to <laughs> yeah, you gotta set aside some time to finish it together. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's really engaging, and uh, I would actually urge people to to grab the book and read it. Mm. Yeah, me too. It's definitely one to uh, inspire and and definitely like, yeah. And it's also a good story, <laughs> you know. It's also- Exactly. That's a good story, you know, in itself. So, yeah, one to recommend, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, having said that, people listening to us and they feel like, okay, we're interested, maybe we want to join into the book club, just to remind them again. So, how do we do it? <laughs> so, book club, I think what I love about the idea of book club is you can kind of make up your own rules, right? <laughs> But um, the idea is you read a book and you both read it. It's good if you both finish it. (laughs) Yeah, you have to finish it. We just broke the rule here. (laughs) (laughs) And then discuss what you loved about it and maybe what you didn't like about it. There wasn't much I didn't like about this book, so that bit didn't come through, right? Mm. But, um, But sometimes there might be things in the book that you don't like. Or that you find, you know, confusing or disturbing or scary, you know. Mm. There are definitely things in this book that I found scary. You know, the capacity of people to basically engage in war and cause harm and kill people. You know, it does come through in the book as well. I mean, we haven't spoken that much to it, but it does come through, you know, the... Mm. um, there are there are there are many sections where she talks about seeing people dead in the street, people killed, people you know, um, violence basically. And so, um, yeah, you know, you might talk about what what scared you or what troubled you about it, as well as what you loved or what inspired you about it. And the idea really is just to talk about it. <laughs> so. I don't think it gets much more complicated than that, Ziadina. <laughs> I don't think so, too. <laughs> so what we'll do is, uh, I guess we'll announce the next, once we decide, we'll announce what the next book is. Yeah, we're going to read another and book next month, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah, next, and next time I challenge you to finish reading it. <laughs> oh, yes. Next time I'm challenging myself to finish it. So it's been good talking with you about the book and that, doing our first book club. And we'll, 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 we'll um, yeah, we're going to work on this format, this book club format. And, um, Absolutely. And keep sharing it. So we'll keep look forward to the it. next yeah. one. <laughs> so just to remind you, um, listeners, our um, handles are Changemaking Women. That's on Instagram. It's also on Facebook as well. It's also on Twitter. Uh, change now, make women on twitter right? change make women yes on twitter and our individual ones are mine is uh, z Kabwe. and mine is mary and Hina. well we've got a website for the podcast right so changemakingwomen.com 
And you can also catch me now at maryannclements.com. Absolutely. How about you? So there, so there we have it. I don't have a website yet. <laughs> Keep it busy. <laughs> work in progress. <laughs> Anyone yeah, who wants to create the other's website for her, get in touch. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, I mean, to see uh, what I do and uh, the projects that I do have, you can go to www.pp.com. Keepitypitys.com, yeah. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. It's been good talking to you. We'll talk next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>